koutou. Hello, everyone, and welcome along to a special bonus extra extra episode. This week, I have gone positively bonkers for content and dropped three ovaries. This is because this week is the week of International Women's Day. So I thought, what better way to celebrate women than to bring in a man? And not just any man, a man who celebrates me every single day. My husband, Matthew Harvey, or as his mum used to call him, and now so do I, Matty Mitt Matts. Lou! Hello. <laughs> Thank you for that wonderful introduction. That's quite all right. There's a longer one coming, as I always do with others. Good. Yes. And how are you doing? I'm all right. So you're just starting a new job. I am indeed, yes. So you were part of the Great Resignation. Yes. Yeah, but you've been working in drafting and building services for engineering for a long time and you went, fuck this shit. I don't want to do that anymore. And now you are working in a bike shop. Yeah. And you got your first proper day tomorrow. Yeah. So how are you feeling? All right, yeah. I mean, in an ideal world, I'd stay at home because it's much more fun. Because you've just had two and a half months off. Yeah, and it's been glorious. It's really, yeah, but don't you, like, you know... I, I don't get... You said that when I, when, when, when I resigned. You're like, won't you get bored? I'm like, no, I will not. And I have not got bored. But it's time to go back to work. Yeah. Yeah, because um, I need some help with the groceries. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought that I'd be the sugar mommy in this equation? I mean, I'm quite happy with that scenario. So this is just a pretty... I'm, I'm, I'm empowering you. You are. You see, this is the thing. The first time I suggested this idea, Matt said, but should I be taking up space on International Women's Day? And I was like, well, that's why I married you. You're a feminist, a feminazi as well. So you're just feminist enough to allow me to support you. Yes. That's, that's, it. that's how it works. Okay, marvellous. So what I thought, yes, I thought that we'd get Matt along because he's been immersed in menopause positively swimming in it slathered in menopause slathered slathered in menopause that's how my life has been i've been rubbing estrogen all over your bits haven't i all over you but i was gonna say willy i never say willy neither do i i mean you know I'm, I'm an adult now true 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 yeah so i thought i'd see what rubbed off on him as it were about being here while i was doing this menopause podcast 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 etc etc so it was actually you really encouraged me to do it at the beginning because i was a bit a bit of a sad case wasn't i in the last lockdown uh yeah you you were spending a lot of time in your pajamas <laughs> looking at your phone looking at all the bad news looking at all the stories of people being fucking morons and that's enough to you know depress anyone but you know, because I, I knew that if you tried it, that you'd be good at it. Because, you know, you're generally good at things that you try. <laughs> That's how I see it anyway. Thank you very much. Right, okay, yeah. And I just needed, and you were great too because you talked about, and, and this has happened, that when you start a podcast, you can get some other opportunities. Like, I was part of a podcast festival. I gave a speech to Parliament, for God's sake. So, because you, you're a bit more podcast au fait, I think, than I was. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't listen hugely to podcasts. Um, you know, I'm more, as you well know, I'm more of a music man. Oh my god, he is. This yeah. is just so. Much. How many records did you buy today? Um, I got quite a few, a lot. Like twelve. Two hundred dollars worth. Let's be honest. Yes, because he got a voucher from my parents for Christmas for helping clean up the house for them to sell it so and yes. it's been burning a hole in my pocket since then i know it's like you were so good you were like i'm waiting till i get a job before i indulge myself in records in a way so yeah. well done 
Very good, very good. So, okay, so I'll do my longer introduction uh, for you now, and then I have some questions like I do for everybody else. So here we go. Matthew Harvey was born in 1976 at Leeds Infirmary. He grew up in Castleford, which is a former mining town in Yorkshire, so you can probably tell it's a bit foreign, that Margaret Thatcher kind of ripped the heart out of. He has a t-shirt that says, still hate Thatcher, so we align somewhat politically. He wasn't the best student at school, uh, being as he wasn't a fan of doing any study at all. Is that fair? I'm just not a fan of doing things. <laughs> study falls under the umbrella of things. <laughs> anyway, so he fell into the world of drafting for engineering, which was his career for 30 years, until in December he went, good God, I hate this shit, and quit. He moved to New Zealand in 2004, and in 2009 we both just happened to be performing at an open mic in the London Bar in Auckland. R.I.P. the London Bar. Indeed, it was a good bar. I liked his poem about wanting to be like Tom Jones. He liked my poem about getting angry about feminist shit for a change, and the rest is history. He has since performed at the Edinburgh Fringe, the Winnipeg and Edmonton Fringes, Auckland Fringe and Comedy Fest, and the Dunedin Fringe, where he was also nominated for Best Comedy. He was a finalist in the Raw Comedy Quest, and his four-star review from the CBC in Winnipeg said this, Harvey appears endearingly dishevelled and rhymes a lot. (laughs) But his slashing wit and seductive verbal skill have reduced experienced operatives, it was sort of a spy thing, to laughter, gasping, sycophants, in only a fraction of the hour you'll spend with him. So, you're going to spend a fraction of an hour with him as well, so please welcome to Showy Overeas, my husband, yay! Thank you very much. Thanks. But you don't actually like performing anymore, do you? Um, it's not so much the performing, it's everything else that goes with that, you yeah. know. Yeah, so you've seen, people might not realise how much work goes behind the scenes of yeah. hustle. Hustle, writing is a pain in the ass. Yeah, you're not very good at writing on demand. No, no. no. But you were so good on stage. The, the, the moments leading up to performing are awful as well. Oh, like the stress? And yeah, the... and just, you know, nerve. But you wear holes in the ground. <laughs> you know, the bit where you're on stage and the sort of the few hours immediately afterwards are, are great. Yeah. I recommend everyone try it once. And then you spiral into self-doubt yes. and FOMO and why have they got their gig and I haven't. Exactly. And yeah. Even though you know that's a ridiculous way to think. Because it's like your whole life. Yeah. Yeah, so you went, no, no, I've had enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Leah, I've, I've still got a lot of hustle left, but there's just not much to hustle about at this point in time. But anyway. Podcast hustle. That's right. And you've been very supportive to me, so I appreciate you. Thank you. So first question, as always, is... What has your relationship with your body been like in your life and how has that changed as you have matured? Wow, yeah, well, it's definitely had its ups and downs. Um, so, I mean, there's I've kind of been like, I'd say two major things that stand out really. It's the one that's like sort of school age. I was I was like a skinny kid. Right. So I was like, you know, teased and mocked for being being skinny what relentlessly it's hard to say because at the time it's it seemed like it did they sort of compare you to things or yes yeah called I mean, names yeah like not very particularly nice names which i don't want to repeat here but so i want you to i know because it's, it's not it's not it's not nice Fair. um you know so yeah so like i said at the time it seemed like that but i mean looking back it probably wasn't for very long maybe right okay. you know because um, you know what kids are like they probably then moved on to the next person the little assholes is what kids are like <laughs> little shits and so you're actually six too so I fit under your chin very nicely yeah. and so did you grow early was that part of it 
Um, no, I was I was kind of at the, the tall end of, of like the school classes kind of thing, but there was always somebody sort of taller than me kind of thing. Right. I, I, yeah, it just... Yeah, and you feel that you had a problem with your knees? No, right? I don't have a problem with my knees. My knees are marvellous. <laughs> I don't know if you, you should put a post for the picture of this. It should be a picture of my knees. <laughs> so sometimes your knees can look a little bit like Edvard Munch's The Scream. I mean, they're, they're, in, they're incredibly lumpy. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that makes them fantastic in my book. <laughs> uh, it's, so you... it's, it's the pass down from the marvellous genes that I have been, yeah. Right, absolutely. The, the gene lottery. I won the knee section. <laughs> If only there was a competition for such things. Well, I mean, in, I think in the in the old in like the like the early days of uh, you know holiday camps, like you know at like Heidi High and yeah. Butlins and that, they used to do like knobbly knee competitions in there. I'm sure, they did. They had knobbly knee competitions. Yeah. yeah. Nobody, what? Yeah. Just, wow. Yeah. So you've missed your time. I have. I was born what forty years too late, something like that. I don't know. I right. Okay. I would have been a knobbly knee champion. You really would. Yeah. So they're like they're then, a work of art. And then we, we might never have met if our lives would have gone on different trajectories. <laughs> Am I not good enough for a knobbly knee champion? Well, I mean, do you want a knobbly knee champion? I don't <laughs> oh, know. Yes. Is that what? You, okay, there yes. we go. Then <laughs> we would have found each other eventually. Then I have done the if the world knobbly knee World Cup had have been in New Zealand, I would have been here. I would have been in the front row, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay, and then what other things about your body? Like I say, I'm, it's been quite good because, you know, I'm quite, I'm quite lucky. Uh, I've never had any sort of real sort of weight issues. But the one thing that sort of happened and reasonably recently is the fact that I've, I've gone bald. Yeah. I, well, I say it happened recently. Yeah. It, probably, it happened longer ago than I, I, I sort of... It really did. I, I held on for the longest time, but it's kind of a big decision. When you're used to your head looking sort of one way yeah. for, you know, since ever. Yeah. And then it's all of a sudden it's going to look a different way completely. It's yeah. very hard to, uh, well, we, to get we, your head around that. We have a picture of you as a baby and you look exactly the same now. Yeah, I see. And, and <laughs> I maybe didn't want to look like a giant baby. <laughs> That's... Uh, but, I know, and you really did. It was like I tried to be sort of nice, and I think I was nice. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it, I needed it needed to happen. But as I say, it's a very difficult thing to let go of. And you say I look like a giant baby, but I, I didn't. I didn't a, say that. But I yeah. like to think I'm a sexier Jason Statham. That's that's what I'm going for. Of course you are. And I'm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> anyway, the thing for me was that you wouldn't keep your hair cut very well. So you would get it cut like once every three months or something. And so then you just looked like some crazed professor old man with this wispy hair. You wouldn't like comb it over or anything. But yeah, so that's why it was like, okay, Matthew, it's time. Well, I mean, that's one of the sort of added bonuses of it is that I get to do it, like cut my own hair now and like, shave my head yeah. on, on my own time. Yeah, uh, you know, so it don't cost me any money either, which is good. Yes, it's just a hassle having to go somewhere to have your head like fiddled with by a stranger. You know, <laughs> some people pay good money to have their head <laughs> fiddled with by a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was cheap; it was twenty dollars, I think. <laughs> I don't know, it's so, women's haircuts are so much more expensive, but yet you still wouldn't go and spend the money. But yeah, so this is good now that you shave it all off and you have mm. a fetching cape. 
I do, yes. I, a leopard skin cape. It's, yep. It adds to the... Uh... The lovely people at Kokomo Haircutters gave me that to give to you, which was fabulous of them. Yes, and you can do it at home. At home. But, you know, and I, a lot of people are sort of derisive and there's ball jokes and all that. But I just one day thought to myself, looked in the mirror and imagined my own hairline just marching backwards. Yeah, yeah it's a lot. It is. It's kind of a... Yeah, but you look very sexy. Thank you very much. Like I say, a sexy adjacent statement. Right, that's right. Right, okay. And so, and then you broke your leg at one point. So that's had some repercussions. And so, as far as your being is concerned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it ended my football career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you were about to be signed for New Zealand. Oh, you? fully. Yeah. 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 yeah or, or, you know, Manchester United. Except there's kind of twats at Manchester United, isn't it? <sighs> twats everywhere. <laughs> football. Football, yeah. <laughs> I say to, uh, football, it's, uh, it's a great game, but it's usually ruined by the people that watch it, the people that play it, and the people that run it as well. So, you know. There you go. Yeah. So you were sliding in for an epic save. I was, yeah, well, I was, yeah, I was sort of down prone, sort of going for a, a save, and some guy just slid in straight to me, leg. <gasps> it was, you know, completely accidental. I mean, a bit reckless, but accidental, and yeah, broke both the. Tib and fib and right, and you've got you're bionic now. You've got some plates. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I knew somebody that was there because I married them, not as a bigamist, as a celebrant. And they said the thing that they could remember the most was the screaming. Yeah, well, at the time, it, it obviously was quite painful. <laughs> it's hard to because your brain obviously wipes pain out, doesn't it? And you can't remember just exactly how it felt. But the thing I can remember the most is as I sort of. Because it was like an instant thing, and as I sort of tensed my body to like to get up, I knew I'd been hit, but I didn't know anything. Like that. But as soon as I tensed my body to get up, I could feel that the sort of the bottom section of my leg was like not going to go anywhere, and it was like that's when it kind of that's when I started screaming basically. And it was, <laughs> it was just about. a weird feeling. It, yeah, right. it didn't flop about because I didn't actually lift it up, but I could just sense that, that that's not good. Right. And now you sort of you can sense the change of seasons in your joints. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, it's oh, an, like an that. old man thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you've also some, developed some new ailments recently. Have I? Yeah, with your gout. Oh yeah, gout. Yes. Yeah, that's that was kind of the first lockdown. We went a bit. Bit mental on the booze. We drank. <laughs> and I woke up with a pain on my foot. Yeah, and it was really and and, and I was really nice and understanding. Well, I mean, you were at the beginning. You were like, "Oh, well, let's get this started." But then, because I don't know if if anyone has gout, that it's just if you ever flare up, you get the slightest knock. It sends like shock waves of pain through your body. It's not very pleasant. So I happened to. I was climbing up the stairs. I kicked my toe on the stairs and sort of collapsed in a heap on the floor. And you just started laughing. You did. <laughs> I don't know. It's a thing. It's like once you fell down the stairs, I made sure that you were alive. And then I started laughing. I just, I know. What a bitch. And now I've hurt myself in any way. He goes, and points at me. But yeah. So, and, and if you don't know, gout is little crystals of acid in your joints. So yeah, that doesn't sound fun. Mm, it's yeah. not. But you know, it's all controlled by medication. Hooray! As long as you remember to take it. That's right. Well, you might get a flare-up when you're on holiday in the yeah. South Island. Hooray! Right. Okay, anything else about your body? Not really, no. Right. Yeah. It's a sexy, sexy thing. So, yeah. did you know anything about menopause before I started all of this? Not really. I, I knew it was kind of a... Well, it was like... It spoke about in hushed tones. It's like, the change. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? And it's like. Uh, Did you know about any of the symptoms, like hot flushes? No. So, not even that? 
No. Really? It was kind of, I was vaguely, it's, it's, it's like, does, does menstruation stop? Was that, it was like, you know, women stop. Yeah. Yeah, so that stops. Were you it? genuinely asking me that question? Well, it's kind of like, it's like, is that something I knew? I don't know. It's kind of, yeah, it's Right. Very, you really didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I haven't taught you very well <laughs> if you didn't know that. Well, I, I, but the thing is, because what I have learned from you is that almost anything can happen. So yeah. does that buy also mean that anything might not happen? So I, I just don't know. It's, so yeah, I mean, it's all about the end of being a, a reproductive yeah. female. Yeah. And, you know, that's what your periods are for, ultimately. Right. So, yes. So that's not a symptom where that could carry on. Or the, I, don't, I, don't know. I haven't actually talked to too many women that have had just continual bleeding. So right, okay. I'm not sure about that. There's yeah. something to investigate. You so your mother never talked to you about her? No. You know, it's not something you discuss at school. No. Yeah. And you absolutely should. We, did you have to go into separate rooms for sex education for boys and girls and all that? Or for about puberty and things? No, I don't think so. I think right. you, there's bits where you do it together, but then there was one, at one point, like, all the, the girls did do something else. I can't remember what we were doing. It might have been, been playing football or something. Like, you know, we were getting an extra PA lesson, but the girls had to do something and go... <laughs> There's probably about periods. And got, yeah, probably. Tampons and pads. Yeah, it probably was. And yeah, they didn't want to upset our sensitive boy ears. I know. <laughs> Fuck your boy ears, so to speak. Lovely, but then something did happen with your mother, right? Well, yeah, after the first episode of Showy Overies, my parents listened and I was on this sort of a semi regular chat that we have over Skype. And yeah, just it was casually at the end of the conversation, we were saying goodbyes, and she went, Oh, by the way, Matthew, I breezed through mine, is what she said. She kind of leant into the camera and went, I breezed through mine, which was, I was pleased to hear. Uh, so I came back up and, and delightfully happy to tell you. Yes, exactly. I loved it. I was fostering menopause conversation between the generations and the sexes. So. Exactly. Hooray. So that is good to hear. So now we talked about like motivations for the podcast, etc. So how have you found being in the house with me doing the podcast? It's, yeah, it's fine. It's great. It's good to see you kind of like busy. Yeah. You know, most of your work, if not all of your work has disappeared. So it's good that you've got like a focus something to focus on and work at. I mean, the only downside is that there are times where I have to be quiet, uh, locked in the basement. Shh, don't say anyone, don't say the words, don't say anything. And I have to stay down there and be quiet while you speak to impressive ladies. Yes, like once you were trying to make bread and I was like, can you stop Yeah, that, I know. <laughs> Very annoying. Stop with your domestic duties and go back to your cave. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm glad. So what's the most disturbing thing that you have learnt well, I, I, the words vaginal and atrophy, when you put those together, it's kind of just it's like send a shiver down your spine. It's, it's a bit of a... Yeah. It sounds like a grim prospect. It really does. Yeah. Yeah, and you didn't know it, what, no, you didn't... Yeah, I didn't know anything, so I didn't know, yeah. Right, okay. And so, of course, I've been experiencing some fun times recently with my vul- v- vagina slash vulva news network. Mm-hmm. So that's been quite full on, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's it's... It's not pleasant for me to see you such discomfort when it's kind of like a constant, constant thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then once I asked you to take a picture, <laughs> I mean, yeah. on on your phone, so it's not on my phone. I didn't I didn't save it or anything. Yeah, right. I know, that would be the epic, the most revenge porn if you're posting that. But it was, you know, it, it was. It was funny. It was a funny experience because, especially at the point where I kind of, 
I looked up and looked at your face and you were smiling. <laughs> the camera wasn't even pointing at your face, but you were smiling. I, know, I was doing one of those say cheese moments, <laughs> which we don't want to actually say cheese in a moment. <laughs> oh yeah, not cheese. No, not cheese. And it's funny, right, because I'm all about encouraging everyone to be so open, but I hated that. I hated that. I hate it. I hate you taking a picture of that. It's just like, it's not, yeah, as you, genitals are not fetching. It's no, not they're very not, pretty. they're not pretty things, are they? But like both, from both sides. <laughs> both sides. From both sides. Both from both men and women. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. And it's like, oh. Well, it's, because it's like, I think, looking at real people's sex bits. Do you know what I mean? It's like, and not like the sort of the airbrushed, waxed, yeah. bleached sort of... There'd be none of that with me. Yeah, and it's just not a good... Is it doesn't say a good ideal, if that's your idea of what things should look like. So have you watched a lot of porn? We haven't really talked about that. Well, you know, here and there. <laughs> Every now and again. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> it's the answer, yeah. And so, and, and when did you first look at that sort of thing? Oh, I mean... <laughs> I mean, probably the first experience of porn would have been, like, the phenomena that is bush porn. What? Or hedge porn, I don't know. What is, what is, is this some sort of fetish? No, but, like, you know, it's, I don't know if it happens here, but, like, back in the day when it was in magazines, you'd, sometimes you'd maybe find one discarded somewhere that, you know. What, you just find them in a bush? Well, it's not, like, an everyday occurrence. You're just like, oh, let's, let's go to the pawn bush see if anything has grown it's not like you plant one and it, it it's just sometimes you you know that would be the thing then i mean I, i'm sure no i've never heard of porn in a bush about pews right so that was just porn littered about the no, no but just that, that, you know because it, it wasn't like a, a regular occurrence when it did happen you know it'd be quite a thing you know and but, were they stuck to the pages stokes yeah i mean yeah but I, whether that was because it was damp outside i don't know i just was this something you'd share with your friends like well you I don't know. You seem deeply uncomfortable with this conversation. Well, I, I mean, you share it with my friends. Not well, did really. you all look at it together? No, not like, a, you know, like oh. clubs. Like, come on, it's porn nights. I found one in, in a bush, in a bush. On, on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, that's not. How old are you we're talking about? Oh, I don't know. 38. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. And then through, like, my issues and things, has it put you off having sex with me, Matthew? Um, not in any, not in a sort of a, a physical attraction sense, right. but it's kind of it's made me sort of a bit reticent because sex should be a fun, nice thing to do, yeah. and I don't want to make it uncomfortable for you if mm. you're not feeling, yeah. you know, you're you don't want to hurt that. me. Yeah, that's that's it. So, so you know, I'd have, I'm, I yeah. so you're like hurry up and fix it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, because I can't find any bush porn <laughs> in New Zealand. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. <laughs> we have the internet now, though. Ah, that's what they do these days, isn't it? That's right. Makes it a bit easier. But okay. I have been... Um, there's some... I'm a member of a couple of Facebook groups, and some of them are talking about their husbands who are being... Oh, he's being unreasonable and all this sort of stuff, which just is so horrendous to me that somebody would be pressuring someone to have sex when they're in pain. So I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I try. You do. And you are. You're a great... You're a great support, and you make me feel good about myself, and I love you. Oh, stop it. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. I love you too. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's puking listening at home. So now I've always asked everybody a fun fact. So I figured I would ask you, and it's not so much out of the box, but what we call out of, oh, we call it Jack in the Box. There we go. Jack in the Box fact with Matthew James Harvey. What do you have a menopause or perhaps? Well, I, I could. There is a thing. Well, the the male menopause, as it's sometimes known. Typical or, turning it to men. Stuff. I know. I know. <laughs> no, but this is great. This is great. Yep. You can switch off now if you like, ladies. <laughs> no, I want to know. Um, there is andropause. Is a reduction of testosterone, and that is linked with what is called hypogonadism. Ooh! There you go. Hypogonadism. Yes, right. and that is when your gonads produce little, if any, sex hormone. Does something happen to your gonads? Do they swell or do they, they wither? They, they can. So you can get gonad atrophy? Well, they, they, they can reduce in size, the apparently. gonad is just a bad word. Don't you think? It's a real word. There are other symptoms, which some of them are similar to menopause symptoms, like like low energy, Uh depression, decreased motivation, low self-confidence, difficulty concentrating, insomnia, reducing muscle mass, make you feel weak. You can also develop breasts, your breast tissue develops and yeah. Right. Decreased bone density, which can lead to osteoporosis, but that is that's rare, I believe. Erectile dysfunction, another one, and also reduced libido and infertility. That is very similar. Yeah, they're all very similar. Do you feel that you're experiencing any of these things? I have, but I don't think it's because it's it's usually men fifty plus. Yeah, right. So I, I don't I think I'm not quite there yet. No, you're not. You, sometimes he's gone, oh, I feel a bit fat. It goes for one bike ride and it's gone. So you're very lucky with your metabolism map. So it will be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I will love you anyway. Thank you. I know, it's will fun- you take photos of my donuts? Sure, if I can arrange it into a shape. <laughs> it's look, look, it's a flower with some petals. Yeah, it's like puppetry of the penis. Yeah. I know, it's funny. I think that there was a cartoon that I saw once that I just loved. It was this couple and it was all, said what people think true love is and they were in the rain and going, I love you, I love you. It's because what true love actually is and it was one of them bending over and the other one looking at the butt going, it definitely looks less swollen. And I just laughed so much because that definitely does feel like that's what uh, love and ageing are. Right, so is there anything else you thought you might want to say about menopause, Matthew? No, I don't think I'm all... You think you've taken up enough space in the menopause Exactly, that's actually, yeah, it's it's not about me, it's about about you ladies out there and you're all (laughs) marvellous. There you go. (laughs) Love you. Okay, bye. Bye.